Okay, creeping softness. Let me tell you a story about what happened to me yesterday, and then I'm going to tell you why I am doing a story on creeping softness. And everything I do, my goal in life is to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ and, and, and to use the game that God has called me to coach to be a tool to build men for Jesus Christ. And anything that I do, I want to represent Him. And so, you know, I have a Twitter feed. And in my world, in, in football, I use the word soft all the time. But I wrote a book, Demand Excellence. And in Demand Excellence, it takes everything that we say in our football program and it correlates it to what we're trying to instruct them or how we're trying to instruct them in life. And something I always say is creeping softness. And I probably read it somewhere, and it was a Christian thing. Like, softness is sin, and it creeps in. But as a football coach, not being physical is soft. Not having discipline is soft. Being disrespectful to your teacher is soft. Not coming in the weight room ready to work out is soft. So it's either tough and strong and right, or it's soft. Just like in my spiritual walk, it's either strong and in the strength of the Lord, or it's soft. So yesterday morning, we were in, we're in spring practice. I go in early and I watch film. So I'm watching film and everything is soft. And it's not that the kids are giving bad effort, but I'm an O-line coach. I coach the O-line. They're not running through contact. They're stopping their feet on contact. They're not getting it, their head in the right place. They're not playing low. All these things in every note, soft, soft, soft. And our goal as a football team is to become a physical football team. We want to be tough. We want to be hard-nosed. We want to, I mean, so it's something that we coach constantly. And it's either physical or it's soft. So on every page I'm writing, so every clip I'm writing soft, soft, soft. And I'm, and I'm about to go, I'm, a, I'm about to go watch it with them. All the kids got to come in at 7 a.m. and they're going to watch film. And I just want them to see, hey, you're not running through contact. That's soft, man. Hey, you're you're stopping in the hole when the linebacker moves, and, and that's soft. Get out of the way. Be physical. And it's not demeaning. It's just who we are as a football program. They understand. It's either physical or it's soft. So in my world, I have Twitter, but I feel like when I post something on Twitter, I'm talking to my friends that I know that are on Twitter, or I'm talking to my football players, or I'm talking to my coaches. And I forget that Twitter, anybody in the world can see what you post on Twitter. But I don't scroll through Twitter. Like, I don't look at people's Twitter. And I just post on Twitter because I know my players and some of my friends look at it. And I will go to specific coaches' sites and, and see their Twitter and what they're posting but I try to guard my heart. There's a lot of stupid people out there, so I don't just scroll through Twitter. And so in my brain, I'm thinking, okay, nobody's going to see this, but my friends that are coaches and my football players, and I want I want to set the tone for practice today. I want this practice to be physical today. And um, so I take a picture of what I had written on one of the clips, and I post it out there. And the objective being Hey, boys, let's have a physical football practice today. Let's get better. Every day, we can become more and more physical. Uh, and so 
we go watch film. I go back to my office, and and I look at my uh, I guess my iPad, and it had all these notifications on it. Well, somebody from California who I don't even know had responded back to my Twitter post, telling me like. Basically, he's saying, I'm calling my kids soft, and that's demeaning to them, and how does that productive, blah, 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 blah. So I, you know, I don't know if anybody out there is like me, but I am impulsive, and I get enraged, like on on snap of a finger, I get enraged. And, I mean, I wanted to fly out to California and confront this dude, and in my brain, I'm like, why is this dude even responding to me? How did anybody in California even read my Twitter post? What is going on? Who is this guy? And so I respond back, like, what do you mean, coach? He's like, you're talking, he's like, you're embarrassing your players and you think that's effective? And so, of course, I have to respond because I'm impulsive. I'm in the flesh at the moment. You know, this is this is all happening fast. And, and the Holy Spirit has not got a hold of me yet. And so I just like, I respond back like, coach, I didn't ask for your opinion. I don't know who you are. You don't know me. You don't know what I'm talking about. You know, quit responding to me. Don't, don't, you know, don't tag me in your Twitter posts or anything like that. And then, of course, he responds back and I respond back. And luckily, you know, coach Brett Collier, he's my defensive coordinator. He He's not as impulsive as me. Um, he's slower to react. Slow. He's he's a thing. He, and he texts me. He's like, "Man, quit wasting your time. They're fools." And I'm like, "Yeah," but my flesh still wanted to, still wanted to lash out at these people. So I just felt the need this morning to to do a podcast on creeping softness and how what I mean by softness. And it's not a derogatory term. You know, one of my favorite Bible verses is Ephesians 6.10. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And here's the deal. If I am not strong in the Lord, I am weak. And if I am not working in the power of the Holy Spirit through me and in me, then I am weak. I am soft. And there's so many soft things I do. So in my book, or not my book, in the book I wrote, there's a chapter on, uh, there's a chapter on, creeping softness and I just want to read a few things into uh, to everybody when I talk of softness I'm not talking about physical prowess the same linebacker who can lay a vicious lick on any given play can be the softest kid on the football team softness refers to one's lack of mental discipline the mind controls the body a strong man with a weak mind is soft a physically weak man with a strong mind is tough you do not have to be the strongest man to be the toughest guy in the weight room. I constantly warn myself, my players, and coaches of creeping softness. Softness is having no mental discipline and toughness. It is the inability to push oneself through a challenging situation. When we start to dwell on what we deserve and what we want, we are becoming soft. Softness can creep us and take over all of us. We will become excuse makers like we discussed in the No Excuse chapter. I've had players that were the very best players on Friday night. They were players that you win championships with, but I had zero respect for those players because they came to practice and they didn't put anything into practice. And that doesn't mean on Friday nights they were tough. And, and to you watching the game, 
that you think that's the toughest guy out there. And I would tell you, no, he's the softest guy out here because he can do it on Friday night, but he can't do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And what I have noticed over the course of, uh, of being the head coach here for 13 years and, and previous experiences in life, those kids who are great on Friday night but lack the mental discipline and fortitude to be great on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday are the same kids who will not be successful when they go and have to compete in college and they go and they have to compete in life. It's the, it's the kids. And they might not be the best players on Friday night. They might not be the players that you would perceive as tough. It's the kids that bust their tails Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those are the kids who are strong and they will be successful in life. So we are constantly, constantly coaching against softness. Again, you know, and so that's what it's all about. And so, and it in, in a few pages later, I talk about what is the antidote to softness. From a football perspective, I define discipline as commanding your body to work when it does not want to work so that you may achieve your goals. So discipline is the antidote to softness. We discussed how skipping a workout and a practice would help us skip that next workout. A bad attitude at practice will lead to poor work ethic at practice. A little bit of softness in you will soon make you completely soft. It will not take long. I tell the boys at 6 a.m. workouts that I have never once in my life enjoyed the sound of my alarm clock. I hate to wake up and I'd like to throw the alarm clock at the wall every morning. It sure would be easy to turn it off and roll over, but I know if I do this tomorrow, it will be easier to do it again. We must command our bodies to do what it does not want to do. So that is what I'm referring to as softness. That's why you got to be careful on Twitter. Twitter, for me, it's Elka football. It's my football community. It's for my friends. And so the people that know me know specifically what I'm talking about. And I'm trying to set a tone and set a standard and set a culture on Twitter for my players. We will not be a soft football team, but that doesn't even mean physicality, even though it does. It means we're going to work our tails off every single day. And then, so later on, I talk about the difference between softness and discipline. So here's some things that discipline allow me to become. Making good choices require discipline. Resolve and fortitude require discipline. Studying requires discipline. Not griping and not complaining requires discipline. Eating correctly requires discipline. Exercising requires discipline. Daily quiet times with the Lord require discipline. Managing money requires discipline. Managing time requires discipline. Choosing a good attitude requires discipline. Humility requires discipline. Loving, serving, desiring, and loyalty to our wives requires discipline. Dating appropriately before marriage requires discipline. Not having sex before marriage requires discipline. Commitment requires discipline. Executing properly requires discipline. Follow-through requires discipline. So the opposite of those is softness. And let me use an example for, of me. And I told the players this yesterday. Sometimes I get up and I get into the Word of God and the Lord tells me I'm soft. This is what happened to me. So at my school, or for me, you know, everybody's like, what's your life verse? I don't, the whole Bible is my life verse. I don't have a life verse. 
But one of the verses that's most convicting for me is Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and died for me. So Galatians 2.20. Well, usually I make t-shirts for our football team and it's got G220 on it. doesn't have Galatians 2.20, it has G220. And it purposely so. So somebody might ask me, what is G220, coach? Well, I had a college football coach from a very big school, and he was a defensive coordinator, and we're sitting there talking. He's in our school on Thursday. So we're sitting there talking, and I have the Elka shirt on, and it says G220. He says, Coach, what is G220? And let me tell y'all, I chose the soft route. I said, Coach, it's just a Bible verse. It means that you're, you, uh, it's, it's, I've been crucified with Christ. It just means, hey, die to yourself, play for the team. And I completely, God gave me the opportunity to, pre, to present the gospel because the coach asked me what G220 meant, and I just turned it into a football thing. Oh, it just means die to yourself and play for the team. I was a coward. I was soft. God presented me the opportunity to present someone the gospel, and I cowered. So I was soft. And that is not a demeaning thing to me. And God did not cast me away. He just said to me in my quiet time, I gave you the opportunity to present the gospel and you did not. You rejected the opportunity. In turn, you rejected me. Now that doesn't mean my salvation is in jeopardy. That doesn't mean that God is going to punish me. That doesn't mean that that conviction that the Holy Spirit gave me was God doesn't love me anymore. It was God sharpening me. Son, be ready next time. Always be ready to present the gospel. See, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that coach to ask me what G220 meant. I didn't think he was going to ask me what G220 meant. And when he asked me, I wasn't prepared. And God, the next morning, said, Son, be prepared to present the gospel at any time time be ready and so that's when i call kids soft when i say creeping softness that's the type of stuff that i'm talking about i never demean my players now sometimes they need to be demeaned sometimes they need to be challenged sometimes but it's always out of spirit of love it's always out of spirit out of i want to make you better i want to make you stronger and lastly i want to encourage everyone with this I was talking to another Christian coach this year, and I was telling him my, about my podcast and about why I wrote a book and about my YouTube stuff, and, I'm, and here's why I do it all. I want to be a voice for Christian coaches because I work at a private Christian school, and I can freely proclaim the gospel any way that I want, and I want to be a source of encouragement for coaches out there who are in college and who are in high school football and maybe even in the NFL, whoever might listen to this, maybe youth football, and you can't proclaim the gospel the way that I can because you're limited because of all the, the crazy laws they're making. So I was talking to the coach. I said, Coach, Basically, I was asking him to be on my podcast uh, one day this summer, and I was like, you know, this is why I do the podcast. I just want to have coaches on who can encourage other Christian coaches because I feel like Christian coaches, we're being quieted, and, and all kinds of crazy stuff is happening. 
And I said, man, there's just not many Christian coaches out there in college football. And he says, coach, there's more than you think, but everybody's really quiet about it because everybody's scared that they're going to get in trouble or they're going to lose their job. But then the coach said, he says, you know what, coach, but I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to be scared of losing my job. He's like, I'm going to proclaim the gospel. And if I lose my job because I proclaim the gospel, then I lose my job because I proclaim the gospel. And I'm going to be bold for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I just want to encourage everybody to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, Ephesians 6.10. And it's not just football coaches that are going through this. My brother's high up in Pfizer Pharmaceuticals, and, and he had to do a bio of himself. And one of the, thing that the things that... One of the things that my brother is most satisfied in is the fact, the work that he does for his church. He plays music for his church. He's an elder in his church. And in his bio, he put that. And they come back to him and they said, you know that you can't put that in your bio. So who my brother really is, he can't be that at Pfizer. He has to hide. He can't go proclaiming the gospel. He can't even put in his bio that he is an elder and a music leader at his church. And so my just challenge to everybody is, and I get that, you can't, if they tell you that you can't proclaim the gospel and you can't even say anything about Christ, you got to follow the rules. But my, my encouragement to you is be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Your actions and how you carry yourself and you have in the light of Jesus and Christ, Jesus Christ inside of you by loving people, serving people, encouraging people. You don't even have to speak Jesus. The words that you use, you will be a source of encouragement and people will see Jesus Christ through you and they're going to ask about you. And I was in the Air Force before I was a football coach, and God had called me to Christ while I was in the Air Force. And, you know, cussing is just not something high school football coaches do or college football coaches do. It's something everybody does. But I, you know, so one of the things that when I became a Christian, that was one of the worst first convictions I had a, was to clean my mouth up. You're not to cuss and to carry yourself in as being a light for Jesus Christ. And the language that I use is a way, is a testimony. I can't, I can't preach Christ in the Air Force, but the language that I use can be a walking testimony. So I really don't think I'm doing anything for Jesus Christ in the Air Force, but I am trying to encourage people. I am trying to, I've cleaned my mouth up. I'd never cuss. And, um, and so I had a kid that was an engineer. Of course, we, we both were kids at the time. And um, he, 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 he was going through some stuff and he comes to me. He's like, he's like, and he wanted to talk to me about some stuff. And I'm like, why do you want to come to me? He's like, you're different. He's like, he's like, do you know that you never cuss? I was like, yeah, I do know that I never cuss. I said, but it opened up the opportunity, opportunity for me to present the gospel. I said, man, here's why I don't cuss. I said, here's why, here's why, here's my hope. My hope is in Jesus Christ. So you might not be able to proclaim the gospel the way that I can proclaim the gospel because I'm at a Christian school. But my challenge to you is be a light for Jesus Christ. Carry yourself in the strength of the Lord and be bold for Jesus Christ when somebody comes up and asks you, why are you different? Because anything other than that is being soft. What, what I'm fearful of is that people, they, they blend into the culture that they are, that they, that they go to. 
So if you're a Christian and you go to a school and the, and the head coach and the coaching staff, all they do is cuss and curse and it's just part of the culture, it's part of who they are, a godless culture, then you start doing that. That's soft to me. I'm not asking you to present the gospel because you, maybe you can't. But shine as a light for Jesus Christ in the midst of the darkness. So that's what creeping softness is. I encourage you to buy uh, my book, Demand Excellence. You can get it at our football website. It's www.elkafaster.com, elkafaster.com. And, and you, can find the web, uh, you can find the book, the link to buy the book, and you can read more about creeping softness. I have all kinds of chapters in there about phrases that we use and who we are as a football team and how it's pointing to Jesus Christ and building men for Jesus Christ. I appreciate it. I like to always end my podcast with a prayer. And in my book, at the end of each chapter, I end it with a prayer. So today, I'm just going to read the prayer that's in the Creeping Softness chapter to, to finish our podcast. My God and my King, my Savior, how great you are, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Lord, I desire to become like you. I want to grow in holiness, godliness, and righteousness. I desire to be able to say, along with the Apostle Paul, imitate me as I imitate Christ. However, Lord, I feel my sinful nature always at war with this desire to be like you. This sinful nature is softness creeping and dwelling in me. Oh Lord, help me to mortify the flesh and its desires. Help me to be strong and powerful in Christ. Lord, I know I must train myself to destroy the desires of the flesh and put on Christ daily. Training requires discipline. Help me to discipline my body and bring it under control so Christ may reign unhindered in my body. Help me to put death, the sin nature, in me. Help me to put death, the sin nature, in me. This is no easy task. In fact, this task cannot be accomplished under my own power. I have no power over sin and I am enslaved to it. But you, Lord... You have conquered sin, and it has no power over you. In your grace and mercy, you have given us the ability to abide in you. You promise to fill us with your Holy Spirit, and it no longer be I who live, but Christ who lives in me. We can overcome and conquer sin by the power of Jesus Christ living and moving in us. We have been forgiven for our sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. O oh Lord, grant to me discipline in my quest to be a leader for Jesus Christ. May I only pursue the virtue of discipline because I want to bring you glory and honor. I want and desire to be like a man for Jesus Christ. This is no easy road. The soft man will never make it. We are all soft apart from you. You are my strength and power. You are my rock and my shield. You are my hope and my trust. My life is yours. Help me to mortify the flesh and to live a life holy in Jesus Christ. My Amen. Foes are many, they rise against me, but I will hold my ground. I will not fear the war, I will not fear the storm, my help is on the way. My help is on the way
Oh, wait.